Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of Wrestle Weekly. Um, it has been a while, that was because I was sick. And before I was sick, life was really busy. But here we are. So this is the recap of Trails and Tales. Um, still have all the other segments. Uh, I'm going to be doing the news, which we have a lot of news. I'm going to be doing, uh, or, or where else we also have any questions that I have. And the mob of the day, although I might skip the mob of the day if this gets too long. We'll have to see. So yeah, let's dive into the news. Alright, so let's start with the Trails and Tales update. As usual, I'm going through my new order of Big News, Java News, uh, Bedrock News, Miscellaneous. So the Trails and Tales update is here. I'm going to be going in depth in it in the Let's Talk segment, so I'm not going to touch on it too much here, but it did come out. It's got lots of new features. They had a trailer. It was pretty okay. I didn't like it as much as the other ones, but it still was a trailer. And then uh, next up, uh, Minecraft 1.20 pre-release 4. I'm pretty sure I didn't already do this in the last episode, but if I did, well... Sorry. Um, Snapshot 1.20 pre-release 4. We are now releasing the second pre-release for Minecraft 1.20. This pre-release contains bug fixes. Happy mining. Edit. We've now released 1.20 pre-release 3, containing even more bug fixes. Edit. We've now released 1.20 pre-release 4, resolving a crash in the blah 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 blah. Um, lots of technical changes, bug fixes, lots of bug fixes. I'm not gonna read them all, but there's a few. There's a lot. There's a lot. I'm not even gonna read them. Um, if you want to check them out, they'll be in the description eventually when I add, finally add the descriptions. Um, Minecraft 1.20 pre-release 6, um, or pre-release 5, and then, no, pre-release 5 and 6, uh, bug fixes. Let's look if there's any actual changes, though. There's just lots of technical changes and bug fixes, so I won't read the stuff in here, but that did come out. As well as pre-release 7, which had some changes. To improve safe, safety, the game will now detect symbolic links used inside World Directory. For detailed explanation, check out our help article. Oh, interesting. I'll have to look into that. Um, blah, 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 blah. If you use symbolic links, check out the this snapshot, 1.20 pre-release 7. If you don't even know what a symbolic link is, you don't have to worry about it. But if you do use that, and you know what I'm talking about, then check out this snapshot. They have a link to the help article talking about that. Uh, one bug fix. Bamboo ma mosaic slabs and stairs are not listed in the hashtag stairs and hashtag or hashtag slabs and hashtag stairs block and item tags. Uh, microphone 1.20 release candidate one. Uh, they fixed two bugs. Knowledge books couldn't be placed in chiseled bookshelves and pitcher plant breaks and floats and pitcher plants were breaking and floating when growing without enough light. Um, Java edition 1.20.1, uh, they didn't even make, this was like a week after, um, it fixed, a, it fixed four bugs, or, uh, and they also fixed the disk permission, disk permissions related crash, so the realms invitation icon that appears on the realms button in the main menu was displayed incorrectly, buttons in the add realm interface within the realms menu no longer render, uh, they fixed that, game soft locks after canceling joining a server, I think I did actually notice that, uh, I was joining my, my brother on LAN and it start <clears throat> after I uh, I realized that it wasn't up yet uh, so I click cancel and it like froze for a second uh, or it froze for a bit um, and then incorrect proto chunk pound signed set status status call on chunk generate whatever that means that was a bug um the Minecraft Legends news they have a new lost legend and a 30 day day 30 patch um, so this is the breakout where, uh, which is, um, you have 60 minutes to take on this piggish foe. Um, oh, uh, 
I think. Oh, so you have to defeat the unbreakable. Oh, never mind. The breakouts, you must take on a piggish foe and rid the overworld of their foul corruption. What's the catch? In order to gather allies, you must first rescue them from nine different bases, and the clock starts ticking as soon as you spawn. So that's the breakout. And they also have a 30-day patch, which they make a lot of tweaks, and they made a lot of tweaks and, and improvements. So that is out. Um, and then finally, this is important. Last call to migrate Mojang accounts. If you have not migrated your Mojang account, so hold on, before I start talking about this, <clears throat> if you bought Minecraft, after sometime in uh, sometime in late 2021, 20 and 20 or 2022 or 2023, you are fine. Ignore this next part. If you bought Minecraft before then, and you used a Mojang account, if you if you if you bought it using your Microsoft account, you don't need to worry about anything. And this is only for Java. If you bought it, or if you bought Minecraft under a Mojang account, like I did, then you need to migrate your account before September 19th. If you haven't played Minecraft, then you might not have migrated your account yet. But you cannot play Minecraft right now unless you have a, unless you've migrated it. So if you have not migrated your Mojang account yet, migrate it now. Migrate it now, because after September or on September 19th, 2023. You will not be able to play Minecraft unless you have migrated your account. If you haven't migrated your account, you will need to buy Minecraft again. So migrate your Mojang account. Again, if you don't even know what a Mojang account is, don't worry about this. You're fine. But if you bought Minecraft under a Mojang account, you need to migrate now. And then, yeah, that's all the news. So now let's move over to the Let's Talk segment. We're going to talk about 1.20. All right, so this is the Let's Talk segment, and in this segment, in this this episode, we are going to be talking about Trails and Tales. Not Java or Bedrock specifically, just Trails and Tales in general, but Trails and Tales. So, this is on the Minecraft uh, wiki, uh, minecraft.fandom.com, and I'm looking at the notable features list. So we've got blocks, we've got bamboo mosaic, a uh, plank variant exclusive to the bamboo set, bamboo planks, uh... <clears throat> which you can use to craft buttons, doors, fences, fence gates, pressure plates, signs, slabs, stairs, and trapdoors. Oh, and uh, bamboo mosaic can be used to craft stairs and slabs. Block of bamboo can be crafted from nine bamboo and stripped like other wood logs. And bamboo planks crafted from block of bamboo yield only two planks compared to four for wood logs. So in order to get bamboo planks, you need to craft a block of bamboo using nine bamboo, and then using that, put it into the crafting grid to get two bamboo planks. <clears throat> so in order to get two bamboo planks, you need nine. So that's around 4.5 bamboo for each plank. Calibrated Skulk Sensor, a new variant of Skulk Sensor, which allows players to filter vibrations based on their frequency level. does not generate naturally, and it can only be crafted with one Skulk Sensor and three amethyst shards on the crafting table. One side of the Skulk Sensor can receive redstone signal as an input, and the strength of that redstone signal is the only vibration frequency the Skulk, the skulk Sensor will listen to. Cherry Leaves, a new type of leaves generated in cherry trees. 
emits cherry leaf particles and falling underneath. Cherry log, a new type of log generated as part of cherry trees, which are located in cherry blossoms, can be crafted into cherry planks and wood and has a stripped variant as well. Um, cherry planks can be crafted from cherry logs, can be used to craft their respective buttons, doors, fences, sense gates, pressure plates, signs, slabs, stairs, and trap doors. And they can also be used to craft uh, cherry boats and cherry boats with chest and can be used to craft wooden blocks or items such as a chest. The cherry sapling is a new type of sapling which can grow into a cherry tree when planted. It drops underneath cherry leaves and can be broke can break off of a fully grown one and plant and planted uh, to grow a cherry tree. And they can be placed in flower pots. Chisel bookshelves uh, can be crafted with six planks and six and three wooden slabs, and they can store up to six books, enchanted books, written books, or books and quills. They can. And books and chisel bookshelves can be added or removed from any slot by targeting the specific slot. And they're directly added and removed so there's no interface. Uh, so there's no <coughs> GUI when you right-click it. You just add it to the slot you're looking at. They can be used with a redstone comparator. Uh, they cannot be used with the... Or they, sorry, they can be used with a hopper and dropper. But they do not increase the power of an enchanting table. And they require a silk touch axe to mine. I did not know that. Okay. Um, decorated pot can be crafted with... Uh, can be crafted with any four pottery shirts or uh, brick items uh, so that you can make it uh, the, t the type of crafted material decides which picture where which picture would occur on each side of the crafting of the crafted pot and the possible pictures are decided by the type of pottery shirt used to craft and the brick item will not have a picture so basically uh, you need four you make a plus shape kind of uh, and so, if you do top, bottom, and left brick, and then the right one you do a, uh, you do a pottery stir, then that's how that would work. Um, so you can mix and match them. It's like if you have a potter, if you have a decorated pot that you know only one end is going to be you, if you know one end is not going to be visible, then you can use that with a brick. Hanging sign, a more expensive version of normal signs, which can be crafted with two chains and six stripped logs, resulting six of them, has a total of eleven wood variants. Oak, spruce, birch, jungle, acacia, dark oak, mangrove, crimson, warped, bamboo, and cherry. They can be hung in the following ways. Underneath a block that su that, uh, that provides support in the center, like a full block or a fence. When the hanging sign is placed underneath a full block, uh, the chains will be par on the parallel sides of the sign. And they can be placed in four directions, north, south, east, and west. And when the hanging sign is placed underneath a non-full block, such as a fence... Or placed while sneaking, the chains will take an upside-down V-shape. Signs in this configuration can be placed in six different angles. Um, <clears throat> they can be attached to the s solid side of a block, or attached to the side or underneath another hanging sign. They cannot be placed directly on the ground without support from the side or above. But, however, hanging signs that have a horizontal bar will not pop when the supporting block is removed. If it is hanging off the side of a block and that block is broken, it will remain hanging in the air. But if it's hanging underneath a block and that block is broken, it will also break immediately. And unlike regular signs, the space available for text is much smaller. And they can be dyed and tinted with glowing sacks to make text glow. Piglin head. Piglins will now drop their heads when killed by a charged creeper. The piglin head will flap its ears when powered by redstone or while when worn by a player while walking. Pig petals, a new type of block which generates naturally in cherry groves. Renewable when applying a bone meal to the exist to an existing one or to the on or to the ground of 
cherry groves, similar to sea pickle, can be placed up to four in one dirt-related block and can be placed directionally and also can be crafted into pink dye. The pitcher plant, a type of plant that grow, which grows from the pitcher pod after four stages, five stages in total. If grown fully, it will only drop itself when broken, otherwise it will drop the pod. So you need the sniffer in order to get this. You can't, it's not renewable without the sniffer. So it's not something that you could grow and then break it and then uh, get it and some pods. So, um, it cannot be, it can be crafted into cyan dye, but it cannot be crafted in, or placed in a flower pot. Uh, the sniffer egg can be found in the suspicious sand found at warm ocean runes. Drops two, dro- it drops when two sniffers breed and hatches into a baby snifflet. When placed on a moss block, it will hatch after approximately 10 minutes, and on all other blocks, it will hatch in approximately 20 minutes. Uh, suspicious gravel looks like gravel, but rougher, affected by gravity, vanishes when landing, Generates naturally in ocean ruins with different archaeological loot tables. Drops nothing when mined or moved, even if mining wins with silk touch. Brushing the suspicious gravel with a brush will extract objects and has four stages of extracting. Will recover gradually when when you stop brushing. Turns to regular gravel when the extraction is done. Only suspicious gravels with a valid archaeological loot table can extract an item. It currently drops nothing when brushed. Currently drops nothing when brushed. This is outdated. I don't. I think this page is outdated. It says currently drops nothing when brushed, but it can drop. I'm pretty sure it has a loot table. Yeah, suspicious gravel can drop things. It's not. It's uh, not shown on here. Um, suspicious sand looks like sand, but rougher, affected by gravity, vanishes when uh, landing. Uh, drops nothing when mined or moved, even if mined with silk touch. Uh, Generates naturally in desert temples and desert wells with different archaeological loot tables. Brushing the suspicious sand with a brush will extract objects. Has four stages of extracting. Blah, 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 blah. Turns to regular sand when it's done. Only suspicious sands with a valid archaeological loot table can extract an item. Depending on the structure, there will be different items. In a desert temple, you might find diamond, emerald, TNT, gunpowder, skulls, pottery shirt, prize pottery shirt, archer pottery shirt. In a desert well, you might find suspicious stew. Sticks, uh, bricks, and emeralds, uh, or the hands-up pottery shirt, and you can't give out an item, it can't get out, give out an item if placed by a player. So if you grab it from the creative inventory, put it down like I was doing in that Let's Play episode, I didn't realize that you, you, it's only if you find it. Uh, the torch flower, a new type of flower, grows from torch flower seeds after two stages, three stages in total. Does not emit light. If grown fully, it will only drop itself when broken, otherwise it drops a seed. Can be crashed into orange dye. Can be planted in a flower pot, can be used to craft suspicious stew, giving the player night vision, and can be used to tempt and breed bees. Items. The brush, which is an item that can be used to brush things. It can be crafted with a feather, copper ingot, and stick in a vertical line. Consumes one durability when extracting an item from the suspicious sand curve. Successfully drops nothing when brushing anything other than suspicious sands. Oh. Oh, it does nothing when brushing anything other than suspicious sands. Or... Suspicious Gravel. This page needs a bit of work. Music Disc. Out of a new music disc by Aaron Sheroff titled Relic has can only be obtained by archaeology and has a chance to drop when brushing suspicious sand or suspicious gravel. Pitcher Pot. Can be placed on farmland and grows into a pitcher plant. Can only be obtained if a sniffer digs up a pitcher pot. It drops a pitcher plant when fully grown, otherwise drops itself. Pottery Shirts. An item that can... An item found by using a brush on suspicious sand. There are currently... 
20, 20 variants. Angler, Archer, Arms Up, Blade, Brewer, Burn, Danger, Explorer, Friend, Heart, Heartbreak, Howl, Miner, Mourner, which looks like a warden, Plenty, Prize, Sheaf, Shelter, Skull, and Snort. Uh, if you want to look at all these, they're all in the Minecraft wiki, or you can just go into Minecraft. Smithy Templates, new item series for trimming armor and upgrading diamond armor to netherite with 16 variants, varieties of armor trims. So there's a netherite upgrade, Smithy Template, and then there's the, all the armor trims, which is Coast, Dune, Eye, Host, Razor, Rib, Sentry, Shaper, Silence, Snout, Spire, Tide, Vex, Ward, Wayfinder, and Wild Armor trim. Uh, these can be obtained randomly from chests generated in their respective structures. Uh, exceptions. When gen generating randomly in other rooms, a netherite smithing template is also guaranteed in every treasure room in a bastion remlet, remnant. One eye armor trim is guaranteed in every stronghold library chest. Uh, since there's no chest in the uh, ocean monuments, a single tide armor trim is sometimes dropped by elder guardians upon death. And host razor sh shaper and wayfinder trims are found by brushing suspicious gravel in trail ruins. Some armor trims are rarer than others. The following, the co following common armor trims always generate two te templates in a chest when found. That does not mean this does not mean that they, the chest will always have two of them. But it, if there is, if it generates one, it will generate two. So if the random whatever decides yes, there's going to be an armor trim in here, it will gener always generate two templates. That way, if you find one of these, so Dune, Coast, Wild, or Century, let's say you find a Dune one two Dune ones, you go ahead and apply one to your chest plate, and then it consumes it, and you're like, oh. So then you go on, uh, you go on Google, and you look it up, and you're like, oh, I should duplicate it. And con is consumed when using, used to upgrade an item in the smithing temple, can, or table, cannot be crafted directly, can be, but a copy can be made by crafting in the following pattern. Seven diamonds in a U-shape, one block, of material that the t template is made out of, placed in the center of the crafting grid, and one smithing template placed in the remaining top middle slot. Spawn eggs. They added the camel and the sniffer. Spawn eggs. Torch flower seeds. A new type of seed, which is for the torch flower. Can be used to breed, but not tempt sniffers. Moths. They added the camel uh, and the sniffer. The camel, you can uh, two people can ride at the same time. They're, uh, when you... They'll randomly sit down, and you have to, like, hold down W or whatever you're using to move forward, depending on your version, to get them to get up. Um, and they can walk slowly or sprint quickly. They can dash, and two players can ride it, as I said. Um, 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 it's got 16 hearts, can be bred with cactus. And mobs that are two blocks tall and lower cannot reach the player except for spiders when the player is riding it. The sniffer... Uh, is a passive mob. It's the first ancient mob. Very, it's very large. It's two by two full blocks. It has, uh, it cannot spawn naturally. It cannot be tamed. Often will sniff the air and occasionally dig for torch flower or uh, uh, torch flower seeds or pitcher pods. Uh, di the digging has a cooldown of eight minutes. The last twenty dug blocks are remembered with a sniffer underscore explore, explored underscore positions memory and are not eligible for digging again until they are no longer in there so the for example the last 20th one uh, after he after the sniffer digs another one then that one will be on the last 21th 
or 21st, then it can be mine, or then it can be dug. And it drops a moss block when killed, and can be mounted with the slash ride command. Uh, non-mob entities, cherry boat, uh, and raft. It's a, the raft is a new type of boat that looks different, but it's got, it's got the same functionality, and it's actually higher than a normal boat. World generation, uh, cherry groves, cherry blossom tree, and trail ruins. They've got some data pack changes, resource pack changes, new block tags, and yeah, that's all of them. So, that is all of the changes in 1.20. So yeah, let's move on to the mob of the day. Alright, so for this mob of the day segment, we are talking about, actually, so we had talked about the LA, Oxalotl, Bat, and Cat. But the camel comes before the cat, and now that the camel's out, I'm going to cover that, and then I'll go to the chicken. So, let's talk about the camel. So the camel is a, is a passive mob found in desert villages that can be saddled and ridden up, or ridden by up to two players at once. A camel is tall enough that its riders cannot be reached from the ground by a few, a few melee attacking harmful mobs who will not attack the camel. Spawning. A camel spawns in the center of each desert village during world generation. They do not respawn if they are killed, which means you gotta find two villages in order to start breeding them. Two desert villages. They drop one to three experience orbs when the camel is killed by uh, a player-retained wolf. A saddle is dropped if the camel is already equipped with one. Upon successful breeding, 1.7 or 1 to 7 experiences dropped. Uh, and killing a baby camel yields neither items nor experience. And there's not actually any items that you'll get from the camel. So don't kill your camels. It's as simple as that. Just don't kill them. Um, behavior. A camel wanders aimlessly, avoiding hazards and obstacles, or it sits for two to seven seconds before eventually getting up. Camels immediately get up and flee after being harmed. A seated camel cannot be pushed by players or mobs. Sitting camels stand up even if there are solid blocks underneath them, or uh, above them, which causes them to take suffocation damage immediately after standing up. Camels are healed by two or uh, two health points or one heart each time they're fed by a cactus. Oh, wait, I forgot, I forgot. I forgot to do the stats. So, uh, it has 16 hearts or 32 health points. Uh, it is an, its classification is an animal. It is passive. It spawns in desert villages. It's You can use a, ca- a saddle, cactus, and lead on it. Um, okay, I'm not going to do the size this time. Um, despite the fact that they are bred with cacti, touching a cactus block still harms camels like any other mob. Camels have a unique, the unique ability to step up 1.5 block high walls unlike other mounts such as horses which can automatically step up one block without jumping. This allows camels to step onto fences and walls among other things. Riding. Camels can be ridden by players. Up to two players can ride one camel. While riding, the the player in the back seat cannot hurt the player driving or the camel itself. Camels have one slot in their inventory to put a saddle on it. A saddle can be placed on a camel by holding it and then using it on the camel or by accessing his inventory. A camel's inventory can be accessed by mounting the camel and using the inventory control or by sneaking and then using or pressing the open inventory button on bedrock edition or pocket edition only on the camel. Once a camel is saddled, the player can control it with standard directional controls, jump, and a mouse. The player dismounts using the dismount control, which uh, would be uh, which would be shift on the keyboard or the right button on the most of the controllers or just double tapping the sneak button on pocket edition like riding other entities it is impossible for a player to use another portal or end portal while riding while on a camel camels cannot float on water while being when being controlled by a player they can be ridden in water up to three blocks deep in deeper water the player is automatically dismounted 
Camels walk slowly and can sprint. Saddle camels also have the ability of dashing charging. When the player rides them, the experience bar on the HUD is replaced by a dash charging bar. Dashing is done using the jump control and holding the control charges for longer dashing. Camels can dash every 2.75 seconds. When dashing, the camel launches up to 12 blocks forward and one block upward. For a short time after dashing, the camel cannot sprint. Camels are tall enough that most melee hostile mobs such as zombies, vindicators, hoglin, Silverfish, Endermites, and Golden Sword-wielding Piglins cannot reach the player to attack them. Spiders, Wolves, Slimes, and Magma Cubes can attack because they jump or climb while attacking. Most mobs never deliberately attack camels under any circumstance, even even to reach players riding one. The only exceptions being are mobs that are are mobs that attack all player other pl- mobs. The, these being Zoglins and Vindicators named Johnny. Actually, the Warden will also attack all mobs, but only if they make noise. Breeding! Camel follows the player who holds a cactus, but stops following the player if it is separated from the player by at least 10 blocks. Job edition or 60 blocks in bedrock edition. Sitting camels do not follow the player. Adult camels enter love mode and breed to create baby camels after they are each given a cactus. The parents have a cooldown of five minutes before they can breed again. The growth time that baby camels take to be an adult camel can be reduced by giving the baby camel cactus. Camels use the friendly creature sound category for each entity dependent sound for entity dependent sound events. There's a lot of things, things, there's a lot of sounds there. I'm not gonna play them. Um, Data values the in job edition, the camels identifier as camel and the translation key is entity.minecraft.camel. And Bedrock Edition, the identifier is camel, the numeric ID is 138, and the translation key is entity.camel.name. Uh, there's a lot of data, I'm not going to read all that. There's achievements, uh, uh, or advancements for Java, uh, it's, 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 it takes, or it, uh, killing it, uh, gives you, it spreads, killing it near a skull catalyst, um, it counts towards the parrots and the bats, and two by two, and it doesn't count to any Bedrock Edition. Uh, advancements or achievements. History, uh, camels are announced at Minecraft Live 2022, uh, or 1.20 experiment, experimental stuff, add camels behind the 1.20 experimental data pack, uh, they tweak the walking animation to make it more closely mirror how real camels walk, camels are now available without using the update 1.20 experimental data pack, and in better condition it was added in beta 1.19.50.21, it was, uh, or in beta 1.19.50.22 Cables now heal over time and it was tweaked the same way in Java Edition and in beta 1.19.60.25 Camels no longer get pulled into writable indices. Trivia, Minecraft camels are specifically based on the one-humped Domadary camel or Dromadary 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 A one-humped camel Though the first model was based on the two-humped Bactrian camel. The camel is the tallest passive mob in Minecraft, being 2.375 blocks tall and is the only passive mob with a height greater than 2 blocks. It is also the only passive mob in terms of hitbox size with a volume of 6.86375 blocks. Okay, so that is the camel. So now it's time for the questions. What questions do we have? We have some questions. All right, so in episode 39, which was Builders and Binds Review, we have a question by Balasar Firebender, who said, maybe talk a little slower. 
and Cameron Monroe, who said, what do you use to get more listeners? So to start with Bowser Firebender, talk a little bit slower. So um, I would talk slower except for uh, two things. One, if I talked slower, these episodes would be even longer. And these episodes are pretty long. And I would like to retain my listeners longer. So if you if you find that I'm talking too fast, you can, on basically every podcast player, you can turn down the playback speed. So if you're on Apple Podcasts, you can turn it from one times speed to 0.75 times speed and that might help and two this is just how fast i talk when i'm talking about something i like um so yeah now i'm gonna click publish publish yours okay and cameron monroe uh with what do you use to get more listeners i actually made a list of all the uh tips for getting more listeners because there isn't a specific thing i use to get more listeners but i have some tips for getting more listeners so find something unique about your podcast so, um, for example, in my podcast, my podcast is basically the only podcast that has a let's play as it in a podcast, like a let's play podcast. You don't normally see something like that. Um, I'm going to give some other examples of other podcasters. Uh, you've got Dick Straight Down. Dick Straight Down, what he talks about is he talks about Minecraft update ideas. Um, the Ender Library. He talks about Minecraft lore, Minecraft short stories. He, he does Minecraft stories. So just find something unique about your podcast that's different from all other podcasts. Um, it's okay if you do something similar. Like my podcast is very similar to, for example, the Spawn Chunks. It's got me talking about Minecraft. It's got news. It's got questions. But I also have some unique aspects of it um, where I'm playing Minecraft. And I have a Mob of the Day segment. That's one tip. Uh, get a good solid trailer. Get a trailer that kind of describes well what your podcast is about, because this will really help you. Uh, this will really help listeners be able to listen to that trailer and understand like what your podcast is about. Um, find your niche niche audience. Um, for example, my podcast is not aimed at everybody. Specifically, it's more aimed at kids and teens. Um, but I talk. Uh, I talk more a little bit like I. I don't talk specifically like. Most people aren't going to want to listen to somebody play Minecraft. For the people who do, that's the audience I'm aiming at. Um, tell your friends about it. Well, yes, self-explanatory. Tell your friends about it. So, because the more, if they listen to it, that will get your podcast higher up. Uh, more pe- people who play it. And that will also, uh, if they hear about it and they like it, then they might share it with their friends. Um, make a good description. Make a description that kind of good, well very well describes your uh describes your podcast because you because you want a description that will kind of like show how how what your podcast is about um you want them you want people to know what your podcast is about so find your find your uh like get a good description that describes your podcast well um and then and then enjoy what you're doing if somebody somebody's not going to want to listen to a podcast where they are and this these tips go for everybody who has a podcast Somebody's not going to want to listen to a podcast where somebody's like, and then we've got this, and then we've got this, and then we've got this, and then we've got this. You want to have, uh, you want to enjoy what you're doing and like have a bit of emotion in it and just enjoy what you're doing. If you're not enjoying your podcast, you're not going to, it's not like if you, if you aren't enjoying what you're doing, then don't do it. In the end, a podcast is for the people listening and for you, your enjoyment. If you're not enjoying it, don't do it. So that's. Um, if you're not enjoying what you're doing, it also will come across 
you're not uh, your listeners it's going to seem more boring because you're not going to be as interested in what you're talking about so make sure that you are enjoying what you're doing publish yours uh so those are my tips for getting more listeners and then uh karen Moreau as well uh for mentioned this podcast can you could you ask your listeners in one of your episodes to uh shout out the height limit please it is called the height limit a minecraft podcast thanks so the height limit a minecraft podcast it took me a bit to find it because it isn't on apple Podcasts, but i found the rss feed and it is on spotify so if you're listening on spotify which most of my listeners are um then ah here it is the height limit it's on amazon music here we go there we go the height limit a minecraft podcast so uh i i found it on amazon music trying to find the rss feed um um here we go he also has a website here we go here it is uh podcasters.spotify slash pod slash show slash the height limit that's where you can find it so all right so you can get the height limit or you can find the height limit i'll leave the link in the description if i remember but just get it from there so there's your shout out and we also have uh so uh nether theory so nether theory uh which you may have heard of uh, made an episode that was giving tips for other podcasters, and he gave a few, uh, he had a few comments on my podcast, and I figured I'd mention them here. So, uh, first he said, talk too fast, you, uh, talk too, a bit too fast, I already mentioned that with the other person, and, uh, to more communicate with my listeners, I will try doing that more, to, like, uh, he's saying more, like, have interactions with your listeners, and just be more talking about what you think. I kind of do that on Let's Play, but I'll try to do that more in the new segments and the other segments. Um, but I think that's everything. Yeah, that's everything. So, now let's move on to the outro. So, if you did enjoy this episode, be sure to let me know by emailing me at redstoneweeklypodcast.gmail.com, voicemailing me at anchor.fm slash redstoneweekly slash message, reviewing me on iTunes slash Apple Podcast, um, responding to a Spotify question, or replying to a post or on my blog, commenting on a post on my blog. Um, you can check out my blog at podcastredstoneweekly.blogspot.com. Um where I have a lot of posts. I'm just, I've been trying to get into posting more often. Um, you can play my Minecraft server. It's redstoneweekly.ddns. You can check out the, the, the Java port is 25565 and the Bedrock port is 19132. Um, but you don't have to specify the port. It's the, just the default one. Um, I might be doing a bit of server management eventually one day. I just need, I don't know what I'm doing with server, but it's it's still a, just a basic survival server. It's got a creative map and everything. So check out that. Um, other links, you can check out my Flickr, flickr.com slash redstoneweekly the motorcast anchor.fm slash the motorcast um and then all the links for this episode theoretically are right in the description in reality they're not in the description right now i will get them in the description part of the issue is that edge which is the browser that i use their collections feature disappeared so i cannot um i cannot at the I cannot find that's where I was saving all my links is in collections but I can't access my collections they're just gone so if I could fix that issue otherwise I'll have to manually listen to the episodes and figure out each one which I'd rather not do but if I have to I'll have to I'll do it so yeah um yeah I will see you in the next episode episode 42 what do I do in that we'll have to find out go trails and tales <laughs>